All right, so if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know how much I like my joints. Followed this for a long time, about seven years following this whole thing from hand rolling to the knockbox to full automation. So we take a look at a report about pre-rolls and uh, how exactly people are buying them. So a little bit more in-depth than normal. Y'all know that they're popular, all of that. We're going to examine exactly how they're sold, singles and multi-packs, the overall market share, the price between U.S. and Canada. We'll also take a look exactly who's buying them and which package sizes of pre-rolls are the most popular in the U.S. and Canada. So all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. All right, looking at market share of cannabis pre-rolls in the U.S. and Canada. We're in a deep dive here, looking at this graph, we can see that um, market share in the U.S. for 2021 of, across both countries, looking at the units sold multi-packs, accounted for 79% purchase just last year and only 25% in the U.S. So Canadians definitely know what they want. They're going to buy it in bulk and, and take off. Whereas in the U.S., I've seen a lot of people just buy one at a time. So it is gaining a lot more popularity. Washington um, is de definitely adding more. So you can buy one or two. Um, I've seen even smaller joints become more and more popular. So instead of one gram, you'll see the packs of two that are half a gram. Uh, so I'm sure we'll dive into that here in a minute. So up in Canada, every single market uh, had sold more multi-packs than in the U.S. So Ontario, the lowest share, 87%. That exceeds the top U.S. market in California by more than 20%. Down in the U.S., the shares of multi-pack pre-rolls, they range around 40% last year. Uh, Colorado, Michigan, Nevada had the lowest share in the U.S., around 20%. Maybe that's tourism. People kind of just say they're good with one and one and done. Some of the more mature markets being California, Oregon, Washington have 56% in Cali, 48 in Oregon, 45 in Washington. So uh, definitely more mature markets and, you know, grabbing those. Um, still surprised more people don't roll their own. Um, you know, I don't, I use a bubbler. That's kind of my go-to, but I definitely like my cylindrical straight joints. Um for my go-to. I, I don't even roll joints. Let's be honest. I roll hemp blunts. Um, those are my favorite. Jumping in a time machine, looking back uh, as pre-rolls have kind of gained in popularity as more markets have opened, more, uh, more opportunities. Um, Multi-packs in, in the Canadian markets in 2021 uh, has obviously evolved. One of the first products uh, in the 1.0 rollout. Now we've got 2.0 where concentrates and other uh, products can be sold. And so we're taking a look at multi-packs that did well in Canada from the start. Like I mentioned, is one of the first products that they had um, selling at a consistent 90%. Canada was on lockdown, so maybe they didn't have the tourism to kind of bring that number back down for the tourists that grab you know, one and then skew those numbers. So obviously locals are buying you know, nine, nine out of 10 times they're buying multi-packs. And then some folks, you know, maybe the, the weekend warriors or whatever are grabbing one. And with a lack of tourism, that's caused that multi-pack uh, stat to statistics to rise higher than it would have been if tourism wasn't completely locked down. Multi-packs in the U.S. increased uh, during COVID. A lot of people were hoarding those. Some people weren't combusting because they were afraid that was going to add to the COVID dilemma. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, pre-rolls are 
pretty popular um, in established markets, more conservative ones like Arizona kind of hold back. We're going to do an Arizona report. I'm anticipating that vape is still the, the dominant form um, on the go, convenient, whatever, whereas pre-rolls, nobody cares. Up here on the West Coast, uh, Pacific Northwest and Washington, where I'm at, what you smell like, it doesn't even matter. But conservative markets, maybe they care. Looking at the average price per gram between multi-pack and single pack and the difference between those uh, in the U.S. and Canada. Canada single pre-rolls, average price, $10.67. Multi-pack um, brings that down to $8.82. Still pretty expensive for something that's just ground up and rolled into um, you know, a joint. Uh, so in the U.S., the difference between single multi-packs were a buck 51 in 2021 so um the difference between singles and multi-packs in canada is a dollar 85 and the difference down here is a dollar 51 uh so pretty similar um there is not uh, a bulk discount is what they're saying so um it's still pretty expensive per pre-roll and not much of a discount if you buy in bulk segment share between multi-packs and single pre-rolls in 2021 so indica single strain sativa single strain segments had the larger market share within multi-packs whereas the single pre-rolls had a larger market share of the connoisseur or infused segment demographics like who who's buying these up in canada kind of hard to differentiate. They're pretty popular amongst everybody. Even the lowest market share demographic of Gen Z males was over 80%. So share of multi-pack pre-rolls are increasing as age groups get older. And there's maybe two reasons for that. Older generations might know what they want. And um, single pre-rolls might be more experimentation that you find out what you want and you just go after that. The other reason could be that Gen Z consumers might not have the amount of income. We've talked about that before. The older you get, the more money you have. So older groups have more money. So single pre-rolls are going to be uh, more likely to be bought by you know younger consumers who don't have the disposable income. Female consumers had a larger market share in multi-prereqs compared to uh, males for the multi-pack pre-rolls. What about serving size? In Canada, the consumers prefer three packs and 10 packs. It wasn't the case in the US, so the consumers went for five packs at 37%, two packs at 14%, and then a 10-pack of pre-roll is making up 13% of the market. I think tobacco is a 20-pack, and so we don't even really have that yet. Um, you know, People aren't gonna be smoking like the same, I don't think. Um, but eventually with the price coming down, there's going to be more, more packs, probably hundred pack. Have you seen the big tens, you know, the federal, um, you know, I think there's still at least one person who gets that federal 10 and there's like a hundred, hundred pre-rolls in there. So I'd buy one of those. So we talked about, you know, economies of scale and, and discounting when you buy a lot. So this graph is kind of showing that um, basically the more you buy the multi-packs, the more you're going to save, but it's not significant. Like I mentioned, it's only, matter of sense. Um, some of the higher end stuff is still trying to uh, sell singles, try to differentiate themselves. Um, and so the lower packaging is more for premium brands or specialty pre-rolls. And then the rest is sold in bulk. But regardless, if you prefer one or 10, doesn't matter. We're going to keep you up to date on everything that is uh, cannabis, pre-rolls, uh, cylindrical, 
or cone shape doesn't really matter blunts too so we don't discriminate with that we're going to roll this one up i'm josh kincaid this is the talking hedge don't forget to like share and subscribe or don't and i'm out don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got thanks for listening to today's show to check out more great cannabis podcasts go to podconnects.com Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.